0: Rated Mature Audiences Only. A
1: viewer discretion is advised. Broadcasting from the Big Peach of Atlanta, Georgia, a show unfiltered, unscripted, raw. The Patriot Angle Podcast. Hey guys, happy um happy New Year. Uh for those who are kinda of questioning where I've been in the last week, up until this episode. I just been enjoying the uh the holidays, guys. Uh I had a good new year. Uh decided to take a little break from uh podcasting. Uh which is good sometimes, don't get me wrong. Uh gotta enjoy the breaks, gotta enjoy the smaller things in life, right? Um as you can hear I have a little tickle in my uh voice. Uh it's battling some some seasonal allergies. Um, I think we all get them from time to time, right? Um, but, uh, with that being said, guys, welcome to today's show. Uh, guys, this is going to be a, um, uh, just a short show. I want to brief on, uh, what basically happened, uh, just shortly, uh, as if anyone kind of understands what I'm talking about. The, uh, the vice president, uh, Harris and, uh, the President Biden, uh, excuse me, President Biden, uh, basically spoke on the, uh, the one year anniversary of, uh, January 6th. Uh, we all remember what happened last year on January 6th. A lot of mixed thoughts and reactions and views on a lot of people of what they see, uh, what happened on January 6th. I want to brief a little bit of that guys. I don't want to go too much into content here on the show, um, because we will be having a show, um, Later on this evening, uh, with our good friend uh, PJ Agnes uh, of the uh, Archangel Protective Intelligence. Um, He's been on our show multiple of different times, Uh, so he will be joining our show uh, later this evening. Uh, It's always a great privilege to have PJ on the show, a very knowledgeable man, um, knows his stuff, and uh, I love to have him on the show because. He kind of resembles a little bit like me, you know, a very, very patriotic, conservative American uh, that only wants what's best for this country um, and this country only. And, you know, sometimes, guys, like I said, you know, to kind of set aside here a little bit, uh, sometimes you do have to say things here, whether it's on this podcast or other shows or just in general public, guys. Sometimes you have to lay out, you know, the dark truth on everything whether you want to listen to it or not. And I think that's what's best as a talking point. And I think that's what makes the American conservative today. Because, you know, the the word American conservative, guys, is, is, is looked at at, you know, different angles today. A lot of people look at it as, you know... Uh, a person of um uh, very strong negative thoughts uh reactions I, I guys you wouldn't believe half the stuff I hear about uh the actual word conservative but we're going to touch into that um later this evening here while with PJ I just wanted to come on uh give an update of you know how I'm doing uh, I'm doing good you know the show is still available on Spotify Google and Apple I uh, just took a little break from podcasting um, but guys, I I wanna brief uh before I go into there, welcome to today's show, right? I wanna brief on, you know, just what my thoughts were on this whole vice president slash president um speech. Which by the way, by the way, guys, um it's not always traditional for a vice president to speak before. The actual president. Did everybody see that? Like just like about 20, maybe 30 minutes ago. Anybody, depending on your time zone, um, where you live in the country. Uh, I just got done viewing it here um, on Fox, actually, believe it or not, where the vice president, um, Harris, spoke for roughly almost about 10 minutes, you know, opening up uh, Biden's speech about the um, one year anniversary of uh, January 6th and then right after Harris spoke Biden um went into his speech which is, which was uh about damn near 20 minutes and we all knew guys we all knew that you know where Biden was going to speak um how his tone was going to set and and everything else uh, guys uh, This is one of the reasons why I'm bringing pJ into the show later this evening because this topic guys this this one year anniversary of January 6 needs to be uh wrapped into uh, two sections today on the on the podcast this is gonna be uh episode one eighty six uh pJ will be uh, uh joining us tonight making it uh, and also forming it into uh episode one eighty seven um, this evening but guys, this uh, this speech, guys. What'd you think of it? I can tell you what I thought of it. I thought this president went into scenarios not only as uh, talking about the January sixth event last year, but damn near putting a blame game on former President Donald Trump. Did did anybody see that besides myself? I mean, he was like literally blaming every scenario on Trump. Trump this, Trump that, Trump this, Trump that. Did did everybody see that? An almost 70-year-old man as president of the United States, talking almost as a five-year-old child in that aspect. Saying that Trump is the one that was the true insurrectionist that caused the riots last year in January. He was the true visionary or visionarier of this riot. He orchestrated it. He formed it. He caused these men to break windows and storm the Capitol and this and that. Why, Joe? Why? Why? Because they were wearing MAGA hats? Because they were wearing Make America Great Again hats? They were carrying flags? Now, don't get me wrong, folks. Breaking and entering is illegal. And I don't support that. It's a crime. I don't support that one bit. But besides breaking and entering, where was the true violence out of that? <clears throat> excuse me. Now, then again, Joe goes into the next scenario where there's a video being played on the right side of the screen while he's talking. And the actual video was muted. Now, they did this on both Kamala Harris and Donald Trump's, or excuse me, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden's speech. They played the same video almost like as in a in a in a a, uh in a replay scenario it was constantly repeating you know after one after the other now the video was muted i could tell you i i don't think that they no they didn't they did not unmute that video the entire part of both of their speeches completely muted. And they showed the same video over and over and over again. And then Joe goes into another scenario saying, "Did you see Confederate flags being used as spears?" Guys, I could tell you, I can watch the entire, not that this has anything to do with it, but I watched the entire video. And there's no up uh, not that it matters, Right? Because we should not be labeling any type of heritage, okay, as a label. But I did not see one Confederate flag in any of the same video that was being shown over and over and over. I seen more American flags than anything being used, but not being used as a weapon. Not being used to assault Capitol police and local police at the Capitol last year. Then Joe goes into saying that even during the times of the conf- uh, of the uh, of the Confederacy of the Civil War, Confederate and Union soldiers did not partake First of all there shouldn't be a comparison The silver war and January 6 of 2020 or excuse me 2021 is a huge difference We were fighting over the sole principle of democracy And where our country was wanting to go as a nation some couple hundred years ago. January 6th, folks, should not be a freaking comparison to the Civil War of America. The president then goes into detailing, (coughs) excuse me goes into detailing that January 6th was about violence and mayhem. In what part of any of these videos that surfaced the internet, social media, etc., mainstream media, right? In what part of any of these videos... That surfaced out shows anything of violence. I'll wait. Like I said, storming the Capitol, breaking windows, that's all I was seeing, folks. Now, what they were doing was wrong. Don't get me wrong about it, and they should be held on criminal charges. But folks, do you blame them for what some of these people had orchestrated last year? Do you blame them for any of their actions? Folks, these were American patriots. These folks were American citizens. In a lot of people's eyes. But in Joe Biden's eyes, he doesn't see them as patriots. He doesn't see them as American citizens. And what he was labeling them as was American insurrectionists, terrorists, thugs, criminals, maniacs. His speech today, guys, this morning, in my eyes, was more about dividing and causing more radical behavior on Americans. Now, some may agree with me on this, some may not. It's okay. But guys, mark my words. Our nation is being tested. And it's being tested to its core. Can we survive from this? Can we prevail and move on? Well, the question will be tested. And the answer will be revealed very, very soon. On where we go as a nation. Guys, I'll be right back after these words. I want to plug into a sh- into the show today. A very, very, not only respected video that I need that needs to be aired here on this show, but a deserved video sound clip. Guys, you want You're gonna want to hear this. Be right back after these words. Don't go anywhere. Patriot, unfiltered, raw. Welcome to Bardot. Pitch day, Bitcoin 2021. We're going to raise a lot of money. Twelve months to do about a billion dollars today. And
2: we set out to
1: answer the question, what does it look like to live on Bitcoin? How do you guys make money? Really excited for pitches here. So you would be the first on Earth to get this, because I don't know anywhere else you can do this either. Uh, That's great. And the solution to energy waste
2: is Bitcoin line. Try out new technologies like Bitcoin. Interesting idea. Lightning allows us to run the first real proper NFT platform on Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Uh, Truly permissionless and
3: censorship resistant.
2: Yeah, there we go. Come on up.
1: Come on up. All right. Michael Gardner, a host like no other, unfiltered, unhinged, unscripted, raw. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Like I said, this is going to be probably a quick show, uh, possibly a 20, maybe 23 minute show today. Um, as the show will be featured again here on Spotify, Google, and Apple later this evening with uh, PJ Agnes of the um, Archangel Protective Intelligence. Um, anybody follows him? Uh, he's a really, really good guy. Uh, knows his stuff. Uh, he's on Locals. He's on Instagram as well as Facebook. Guys, you're going to check him out. Uh, he will be uh, joining the show later this evening. Uh, it's always a great privilege, like I said, an honor to have PJ on the show, uh, representing the American conservative nation. Uh, but with that being said, guys, welcome back to today's show. Um, I want to plug in, guys, a um, a sound clip here of our good friends from U.S. Freedom Fighters. Yes, they have their podcast, uh, which was relaunched, I believe, uh, just yesterday, guys. It's been a hot minute since they've been uh, on the Google, Apple, and Spotify podcasting networks. Uh, always uh, always good to hear those guys. Like I said, it's been a while since I've heard them and their podcast. But uh, I want to plug in a sound clip here, guys, of uh, U.S. Freedom Fighters. They gave us a good shout-out. Um, like I said, they're good friends here of the podcast here, Patriot Angle Podcast. Um, and, uh, they represent that conservative movement here in the, in the country. If you guys don't know who, uh, U.S. Freedom Fighters are, uh, you're going to want to check them out on social media, on, uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, basically they're pretty much all over the place. Uh, you could check them out, Google them, uh, U.S. Freedom Fighters, they pop right up. Uh, they have a survival, um, Uh, Facebook group page. Uh, Basically, who they are, guys, like I said, U.S. freedom fighters. They're a group of patriotic, conservative men and women who represent the freedom and the liberties of this country. And they are fighting to protect that every single day such as I uh, as I am as well because I I believe folks that what we are going through as a nation as a country is a testament in time not only to secure our freedoms and liberties but to secure our fate as a nation so I'd like to basically Thank U.S. Freedom Fighters for that special shout-out on their podcast just yesterday. So here they are, guys. Jerry of the U.S. Freedom Fighters giving us that shout-out.
3: U.S. US Freedom Fighters has been around for about a year now. And uh, we're going to take a few minutes to look into the past, where it's come from. And where it's going, Uh, we'll have President Brad joining us today, and then we'll also have some uh, recordings plugged in at the end from Major General Mike. He uh, was asked a couple of these questions that I'll also be asking President Brad, so keep back and learn about USFF and what our mission is and why we need you. Hope you enjoy now before we move into the questions I mentioned, I just want to remind everybody, you can email us with questions or request information at, at protonmail.com. You can find us, USFreedomFighters6 and USFF underscore survivalist on TikTok, we're on YouTube, usfreedomfighters.com is our website. We're on get Graham, Gav, MeWe, Discord. You can also shoot us an email at usfreedomfighters 6 at gmail.com. Plenty of ways to reach out to us. Also, before we move into our questions, I want to give a shout-out to uh, two good friends at USFF, the Patriot Angle. If you want to stay in the know on the political side, Check his podcast out. Great friend of USFF. Also, a shout out to our friends at the Patriot Think Tank. Thank you both for your support of US Freedom Fighters. Now,
1: all right, guys. As you can see, I I wanted to plug in uh, just a just a portion of of the podcast episode that they had just yesterday. Uh, not only are they a good set of friends on my podcast. But we are blessed to be friends of their show, their group, and their network, guys. U.S. Freedom Fighters. Check them out today, guys. A conservative group page that is not only friendly, but they believe in American patriotic conservative rights, views, and thoughts. Check them out, guys. It's not. It's very rare you see. Not only a group, but a set of people that is willing to stand up for American views and rights as we are here on the show. I want to go into more of um, what we're talking about today, of the January 6th, one year later, uh, basically scenario here on the show, the episode, the podcast here. Guys, I, I I brought into the show. I I opened it up with um with my views and my on my reactions here of Vice President Harris and President uh, Biden uh, touching a little bit on the uh, of the January sixth event that happened last year in Washington D.C. Our nation's capital. A lot of people are looking at it as an event. And, and guys, the, the, these are words that I see across the Internet, across my blog, across my website, uh, uh, across other uh, channels of networks I see on social media. I see it through mainstream media. I see it all over, even the general public. I've, 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 I've been uh, – uh, guys, the words – hold on. Some of the words that I hear from people I even know. January 6th was the darkest day of our history. More worse than 9-11. Wait, what? Don't get me wrong, guys. I don't agree with breaking and entering, not only in federal buildings, but in private and residential buildings. I don't, I, I don't support that. Is it worse than 9-11? Is it worse than Normandy Beach? Is it worse than Pearl Harbor? Is it worse than the Civil War? Is it worse than the Revolutionary War? I don't think so, folks. I think those other events prior to January 6, 2021, was a lot worse than the actual event last year. Now, when you have a president, such as Biden, that labels January 6th as a dark event on a nation's capital. And then using words such as bloodshed and violence and such and such. creating words, reactions, thoughts on some that didn't even exist last year. Some of the words that Biden had used earlier in his speech this morning didn't represent really what happened last year. What the president was doing more, folks, was creating hate, divide, and manipulating the violence to cause more violence to cause more hate look at his speech this morning folks was there any compassion was there any remorse what you were seeing folks this morning was that President, That was showing more anger than anything else. He was putting a blame game on a president that's no longer president anymore. He was putting a blame game on a former president than doing what's best for the country, trying to steer us into a positive perception. <coughs> now guys, I'm going to I'm going to plug this video in here. And this is basically not not I'm not going to I I'd like to plug the entire video in, but uh, this video folks, I I think you're going to want to listen to a little bit of it. And then you can basically channel out your own reactions, your own thoughts on what the president was actually referring to, if anything. If you'd like to leave me your comment on what you thought the president was actually talking about this morning of January 6th, you can drop your concerns, your comments, your views on my social media page whether it's Facebook, the Patriot Angle Podcast, or you can email me your thoughts and reactions at patriotunfiltered1776 at yahoo.com. Check it out, guys. Let me know what you think.
2: Certain dates echo throughout history, including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941, September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. On that day, I was not only vice president-elect, I was also a united states senator i was here at the capitol that morning at a classified hearing with fellow members of the senate intelligence committee hours later the gates of the capitol were breached i had left but my thoughts immediately turned not only to my colleagues but to my staff who had been forced to seek refuge in our office, converting filing cabinets into barricades. What the extremists who roamed these halls targeted was not only the lives of elected leaders. What they sought to degrade and destroy was not only a building hallowed as it is. What they were assaulting were the institutions, the values, the ideals that generations of Americans have marched, picketed, and shed blood to establish and defend.
1: All right, guys, I'm going to fast forward here. <clears throat> As you can hear, the uh, the vice president uh, basically coming to the podium first. Um, with this administration is, you know, I, which is a norm, I guess. Usually the president speaks before the vice president speaks, which is tradition in the United States. But not with this administration. Anyway, guys, I want to fast forward a little bit here of the actual president, uh, Biden, uh, speaking on his reaction, his thoughts. Like I said, guys, this is not a compassionate speech. Very radical, very erratic behavior being orchestrated by the president here. Like I said, I'd love to hear your comments here, which I will put in the show notes today on today's show on what you thought or what you think. like I said, your reactions and your thoughts on the president's behavior as a president speaking to us. Check it out, guys.
0: Madam Vice President, fellow Americans, state the obvious. One year ago today, in this sacred place, democracy, was attacked, simply attacked. The will of the people was under assault. The Constitution, our Constitution, faced the gravest of threats. Outnumbered in the face of a brutal attack, the Capitol Police, the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department, the National Guard, and other brave law enforcement officials saved the rule of law. Our democracy held. We the people endured. We the people prevailed. For the first time in our history, a president had not just lost an election, he tried to prevent the peaceful transfer of power as a violent mob breached the Capitol. But they failed. They failed. And on this day of remembrance, we must make sure that such attack never, never happens again. I'm speaking to you today from Statuary Hall in the United States Capitol. This is where the House of Representatives met for 50 years in the decades leading up to the Civil War. This is on this floor where a young congressman of Illinois, Abraham Lincoln, sat at desk 191. Above him, Above us over that door leading into the rotunda is a sculpture depicting Cleo, the muse of history. In her hands, an open book in which she records the events taking place in this chamber below. Cleo stood watch over this hall one year ago today, as she has for more than 200 years. She recorded what took place the real history, the real facts, the real truth, the facts and the truth that Vice President Harris just shared and that you and I and the whole world saw with our own eyes. The Bible tells us that we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. We shall know the truth. Well, here is the God's truth about January 6th, 2021. Close your eyes. Go back to that day. What do you see? Rioters rampaging, waving for the first time inside this Capitol. Confederate flag that symbolized the cause to destroy America, to rip us apart. Even during the Civil War, that never, ever happened. But it happened here in 2021. What else do you see? A mob breaking windows, kicking in doors, breaching the Capitol. American flags on poles being used as weapons, as spears. Fire stingers being thrown at the heads of police officers. A crowd that professes their love for law enforcement assaulted those police officers, dragged them, sprayed them, stomped on them. Over 140 police officers were injured. We all heard the police officers who were there that day testify to what happened. One officer called it,
1: quote, All right, I'm going to pause it right there, guys. Wow. Not only is Joe Biden delusional, but he's good at one thing, guys. He's almost as good as Barack Obama. He's a great, great speaker on orchestrating hate and division. Look at all the hate there he's orchestrating. Look at all the violence he is portraying on an event or through an event. Folks, this is more a speech about creating the hate than literally telling us as a nation that we're better than this. This was more of a speech about blaming a former president that's no longer in the Oval Office. Stop putting the the damn blame game on a president and start taking responsibility for yourself, Joe. You caused more crisis and chaos in this country than Trump has ever done. Trump hasn't done none of that, that you're saying. Trump wasn't the orchestrator of January 6th. He wasn't the founder of January 6th. Folks, this is one of the reasons why we need to secure our democracy and save our democracy from people such as Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Check more of this out. The proof is here. Oh, it's here, Joe. And we're looking right at it through the eyes of you and Kamala Harris as the orchestrators of hate and division in this country. Because of what we're going through now of the socialism That you two are creating through not only this pandemic, but through employment and through private entities, which I will get into later this evening with PJ on the show. Check more of this crap out, guys. In a
0: pandemic, some at great, great risk to their lives. They should be applauded, not attacked. Right now, in state after state, new laws are being written. Not to protect the vote, but to deny it. Not only to suppress the vote, but to subvert it. Not to strengthen and protect our democracy, but because the former president lost instead of looking at the election results from 2020 and saying they need new ideas or better ideas to win more votes, the former president and his supporters have decided the only way for them to win is to suppress your vote and subvert our elections. It's wrong. It's undemocratic. And frankly, it's un-American. Second big lie, being told by the former president's supporters is that the results of the election of 2020 can't be trusted. The truth is that no election, no election in American history has been more closely scrutinized or more carefully counted. Every legal challenge questioning the results.
1: I'm going to stop it right there. I'm going to stop it right there guys, because, uh, this, uh, this president, guys, and, and I, you know, I do want to apologize. Uh, maybe of a lie I said here on the show that I was gonna to try to keep this show short and pretty much simple. Um, guys, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry the show went a little over 20, 20, 23 minutes that I said earlier in the show. But guys, I don't think I need to apologize. I did not intend to have this show long today. I was gonna save a little bit of the content into tonight's show. I did, and I will, but I don't think I need to apologize. I think I had to have this show a little bit longer today to show just exactly who we have that's running this country. A president that not only is damn near senile, delusional, but a president that is the President that is steering us in dangerous scenarios. Crisis after crisis after crisis. More division under this president, in my eyes, than Barack Obama and his eight years. Guys, in order to save our country, we need to secure and defend the equality of the ballot box. Because that's where it comes from, folks. Again, in order to secure the democracy of this country, we need to secure and defend our ballot box from the corruption, the the, the manipulation Because if we do that, folks, we save our country from the chaos of what we are seeing today. Our country is being ripped in half through divineness and through corruption of lies. Lies that this country is being shed through. This administration, the Biden administration, more lies and more manipulation on the American people of what's being seen here. Folks, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Remember, you can listen to me on Google, Apple, and Spotify. And please join me later this evening as we will be getting into more Of the January 6th scenario. Thanks for listening, guys. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast. An anchor platform.